Blog Talk Radio. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in space. Booster, go. Retro, go. Lido, go. Fly. Guidance, Surgeon, go. Light. Gone. We're going. Light. GNC, we're going. Down here, go. FAO, we are go. Network, go. Discovery, go. Capcom, we're go flight. Launch control, this is Houston. We are go for launch. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Hey, welcome everyone. George, why are you laughing? This is The Roman Show, April 12th episode. I'm your host, Rodolfo Roman and George Alonzo on the other side. Why are you laughing, man? Wait, 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 wait. Let me stop you right there. My name is Dashing George Alonzo. Voted number one face. On Blog Talk Radio. By all the women of Blog Talk Radio, by the way. T- tell them, assistant. I'm here with my assistant, by the way. So. Tell her. Well, this is another episode of The Roman Show. Thanks so very much for joining us today. On our program, we will have Tisha Torres, who will be fighting this weekend against Rose Namajunas on the UFC on Fox card, which is going to be in Tampa, Florida. If you're out there, awesome. We'll have some coverage uh on here on the Roman show regards to that. And then we're going to talk about the main event, Rashad Evans versus uh, Glover Teixeira. You get the Black Zillions versus the American top team. And uh, just a reminder, Fort Rock is just around the corner. It's going to start off the end of this month, May 1st. They got April 30th and May 1st in Fort Myers. The Roman show will be out there covering that great festival. I, I need to get you in the pit. Excuse me, but if, if I'm getting in the pit, no one's touching my face. I will. I will. I do know something though. After you come out of the pit, and can face and can fix the pain that you have in your face, George. I'm talking about Athlon Rub and all natural sport rub brings the martial arts time-tested Thai oil to all serious athletes. Made in the USA from an FDA. Why are you laughing, man? I'm, I'm dead serious. It's gonna help out. Uh, because I'm gonna need some Athlon Rub after today. Let me finish reading the damn commercial. Now, made in the USA from an FDA and GMP certified facility, athletes will now have a trusted source and steady supply for Thai oil to aid in their warm-up training and recovery. Warm better, train harder, recover faster. AthlonRub.com. That's where you can get your bottle of AthlonRub.com. In fact, George, right after the show, the show I am going to put some of this... Uh, Athlon rub on my body, my shoulders just burning after all the training I had today, and it helps out, man. It helps out profusely. I mean, you come out like brand new. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna put some on now because, uh, yeah, I'm a little bit in pain right now. Sure. All right. Well, let's go ahead and kick it here on the Roman Show with MMA Showdown. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners all around the world, welcome to. The Showdown. All right. MMA Showdown. This is this ver- uh, well, this segment of this program, uh, April 12th, The Roman Show. And just a reminder to subscribe on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash allroman201. 
We got some great interviews coming up next with Campbell of Combate Americas. He talks to us about the reality show and what the plans are uh, coming up this season. In fact, they have 35, 30 days. It starts April 18th. That is next week. So make sure you tune in on to NBC Universal. You know the good thing about it is, George? They start at 9 p.m. Um, Pacific time, which would be 12 over here. So you can catch Monday Night Raw. You can stick for about 40-something, 50-something minutes, and you can catch Combate America live on NBC Universal. How good is it? Uh, catch best of both worlds, uh, both uh, you know on the same day and just a couple hours apart. How can you complain? Do I do know one guy that's complaining? That's Kimbo Slice. If you remember, Kimbo Slice fought Dada 5000. Dada 5000 allegedly died twice in the cage and also had kidney failure. But now Dada, uh, Kimbo Slice, he was caught, uh, tested. He actually tested positive for anabolic steroids and a pre-fight dur- uh, drug test leading up to the grudge against Dada 5000. Now, Kimbo Slice has come up publicly and said that fighters should be allowed a little extra vitamins to perform. And I quote, we are fighters, man. We're a little bit older than normal. We are on a professional level of entertainment. You got to look at athletes, like really professional athletes and officers and firefighters who really put their bodies and themselves through what's the norm. Like the average guy would be at the desk or at the TV, for example, with testosterone levels don't need to be that high because he's just chilling at his job. All right, listen, Dodd, uh, Kimbo Slice. I, I see his point. I, I see his point of view. And luckily for you and I, we're young. But when we do get that age, right, you're going to go to the doctor and you're going to get them some testosterone you know, to get your little uh, friend down there to work. You know what I mean? And that's cool. That's great. However, in the fight game, it's not fair if you are fighting, you're natural, you're not taking anything, and despite my age, I shouldn't be taking anything for, to give me a boost. It's just not fair. If you're going to fight, you're going to do it clean, legitimately. You don't have to take anything else. It's just not, it's not right. Then you become these super athletes because you're not training uh, unless you have these performance enhancers. It's just not fair. And, I mean, it is what it is. Kimball Slice is going to say what he's going to say. I mean, he's... He is Kimbo Slice, but at the same time, I think that what he is saying is just really out of left field. He's just excusing himself for always being uh, worn out on all his fights because, uh, you know, all, ever since his UFC career, I have not ever seen not one fight where he just dies in that octagon. Yeah. He's not the same. He's more like a dog and pony show. Uh, and on that fight card, also Ken Shamrock was on as the main event against Hoist Gracie, and he too tested positive. Uh, for performance enhancers. And we see it. We see it very often with these fighters who are out of their prime. Frank Mir, who recently fought, has also tested positive using a uh, performance enhancer. And although he claims that he is clean, that he is free. Well, I've spoken my opinion plenty of times on these uh, vitamins that Kimbo Salais calls them. Uh, Vitamins. Uh, they say no emergencies. Exactly. <laughs> Nor these are not uh, Centrum, you know, multivitamins. Let's show uh, they're, 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 okay, so uh, for everyone that's uh, tuning into this show and you have kids, please, we're not talking about those vitamins, okay? So basically, uh, it, it's, I've spoken my opinion plenty of times on this subject. 
plenty of times. As a matter of fact, if you go back to uh, last week's episode, I believe I spoke about this whole, you know, issue. And then a couple of weeks before, I also spoke about, you know, the issue where Dana White and every, you know, MMA promoter should uh, bring in a drug policy. You know, listen, don't be blaming, you know, whether you take vitamins or not on your performance. Blame yourself. Because a person can train perfectly in the gym and go to all his MMA trainings and still last three to five rounds in the octagon with, without vitamins. But, but because you don't do your proper training and your proper you know, conditioning, and then you say, oh, it's because I didn't take my quote-unquote vitamins, buddy, I'm not going to look at the vitamin. I'm going to say that you are just too lazy. So I'm sorry, Kimbo, but you're lazy. All right, moving forward, it was announced that uh, on the UFC 200 fight card, there has been an additional fight added, and that's going to be Misha Tate defending her bantamweight title against Amanda Nunes. The, the, the manager of Holy Home said, Holy Home came out and said that Misha Tate had chosen to fight Amanda Nunes, calling Amanda Nunes a easier fighter. And I beg to differ because Amanda Nunes is, well, let's just say, okay, she doesn't have the, when it comes to the technique, Holy Ham is a better technique. I'll give her that. But Amanda Nunes' hands are definitely, I would say, a, probably as or more stronger than Holly's. And on the ground, compared to Holy Ham, Amanda Nunes could defend herself. And lately, since she transitioned to American Top Team, she is a complete different fighter. I really, 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 although Amanda Nunes is not a, is not a favorite to win, I really do believe she has a huge possibility of coming out as a new women's bantamweight champion with Amanda Nunes. Uh, another issue of being overconfident. You know, it's happened. It's it's happened a lot in that division, as a matter of fact, uh, dating back all the way from Rousey. You know, being too overconfident going in against Home, and look what happened. And then Home was too overconfident with Tate because you know, look at the past with uh, Tate and Rousey, and look what happened to Home. Now Tate is ha- doing the same thing, being overconfident about Nunes. Are we going to see a 3-for-3 three three for overconfidence? Listen, I'm not going to call, you know, Nunes the winner in this case. Hey, congratulations if she does. I'm not going to take it away from her. But me, as a fan, I'm not going to call her, you know, the winner. I'm going to call it call overconfidence the winner because it's, it's gone 3-for-3 three three already. Honestly, I'm telling you right now, Amanda Nunes has a really good opportunity to become the new women's bantamweight title because she's that damn good. And before this, before she got in a little losing um, streak there, she was just defeating people from left to right. And she is a beast with her ground and pound. And Misha Tate, she could defend her wrestling. Amanda Nunes is a complete different fighter than what she was, say, three, four fights uh, ago. So she is a different fighter. And I'm sorry to tell that manager of Holy Home, but Amanda Nunes is not the weakest link. All right, moving forward. Talk about the UFC fight card coming up this weekend. You got Rashad Evans versus Glover Teixeira. It was originally actually 
scheduled to be Rashad versus Shogun Hua. However, Hua wasn't able to compete in this fight card and is not going to be fighting in Brazil. You got Dan Henderson versus Lyoto Mashida, two Hall of Famers right there. And Habib Nurmagomedov was supposed to fight Tony Ferguson. Ferguson got hurt, so now they replaced him with Darrell Horsher. And you got Rose Namajunas versus Tisha Torres. I mean, both of these ladies are definitely good, and they are just maybe a fight, maybe two away from getting a title shot against the current champion, J.J., or she, although J.J. is supposed to be defending her title later on uh, in July, so depending on the outcome there against Claudia. Uh, but Tisha and Rose definitely are, should be eyed as a possible contender for the title, and that is going to be an exciting fight in itself. And we have Tisha Torres coming up right now here on The Roman Show. She talks about her fight in Tampa, Florida, as she takes on Rose. Second time around, both these ladies meet inside Back then, it was an Invicta, Invicta FC. Now, it's at the Octagon. Tisha Torres on The Roman Show, coming up next after this short little break. Monster Energy Ford Rock returns to JetBlue Park in Fort Myers, Florida. Oh. <laughs> April 30th and May 1st with Rob Zombie. Yeah. Disturbed. Shine Down. Bring you the horizon and day to remember and more. Tickets and VIP packages are on sale now. For more, head to FordRockFestival.com. Fueled by Monster Energy Drake. Marlins fans, you don't have to wait for the 2017 All-Star Game at Marlins Park to catch All-Star Fever. Awesome. This year. Every Saturday is an All-Star Saturday. I like it. Every Saturday home game will feature a bobblehead giveaway of your favorite Marlins All-Stars in franchise history. Charles Johnson. Jeff Conine. Mike Lowell. Al Leiter. Dontrell Willis. And many more. I do love those guys. Go to Marlins.com today and secure your tickets for All-Star Saturday. Bobbleheads will be available while supplies last. All right, ladies and gentlemen, again, this Saturday, Tisha Torres takes on Rosa Namajunas up in Tampa at UFC on Fox. Tisha, always a pleasure to speak to you. Uh, I want to first talk to you about Tisha because you've been very active, of course, training, but also in um, in the advertising world. I saw you with uh, uh, Sage Northcutt on, uh, I think it was a Toyota commercial, was it? Yeah, me and Sage um, have the same deal with Toyota. Um, so we, you know, had some in uh, Vegas and uh, Dallas together. Good deal. You've been so you've been very active on that that uh, side of the end as far as commercials and entertainment and so forth. Uh, trying to dabble into it. <laughs> I'd like to be more active with it, but uh, Toyota's a nice start to uh, commercial business. Well, you've been very busy. I know. I understand too that you had mentioned that you were gonna go and pursue your masters. Uh, what's the status of that? Are you wor- are you training and studying your masters at the same time? Correct. I've been in full mode with fight camp and a full-time graduate student as January of this year. So um, <laughs> I'm juggling it all. How, how do you do that, Sage? Because after you know your two a days or three a days, and you got to go back and study and hit the books. How do you manage to do that? Yeah, um, Monday through Wednesday is the craziest because uh, you know I'm always in the gym twice a day, but then I have school from seven to ten at night. So those days are wired from the beginning to end, and then the other days I'm training and studying and writing essays, so I'm doing it. Time management has been um, the biggest aspect. From January to now, I've definitely developed uh, a system. Well, I'm sure you enjoyed your spring break. That was time for you to really focus on the fight. 
Yeah, for sure. I didn't have to uh, go to school, but I still had, you know, required reading and stuff. So it's all good, though. You know, I, I want both really bad, and when you want something really bad, you're going to work hard for it. Now, American Top Team, uh, your home base, your home team, your home gym, they opened up a new facility. It's huge. I've seen pictures. I myself have to go and visit. Uh, how How is it for the fighters? How, how much of the excitement is it in uh, in that new place, that new facility? Oh, it's really great. We really outgrew the other gym. You know, we have about, like, 70 professional fighters, so it just wasn't working anymore. But this new facility is, is pretty amazing, and um, it gives us all the space that we need so we can excel as a team and as individuals. You know, one thing I've noticed in about ATT is that every fighter that leaves another gym and goes to ATT, it's like a, a complete 360. One of them, one of the, the fighters that comes to, my, to mind is Amanda Nunes. What change uh, that she's had in her fight game, and now that with the announcement that she is going to have this title fight against Bisha Tate, um, for you being a lady in ATT, uh, that must be exciting for for everyone. Oh yeah, for sure. You know the prospect of having another title. Um, holder or belt holder, whatever you want to call it, at our gym, another champion, and that being possibly a female would be, you know, amazing. And Mandy is one of my good friends, so uh, I'm really excited for her. And I think Misha is an awesome person and fighter as well and champion, but um, obviously I'm on Team Mandy. Well, let's talk for about your fight coming up on Saturday with uh, Rose. Uh, you fought her back in 2013 in Invicta FC. Obviously, she's evolved, you've evolved. Uh, what can you tell us about Rose now, and uh, with considering her last fight against Paige? Oh, she looks great. You know, it was a one-sided fight. She dominated Paige, but I expected that. Um, going into our fight, it's not going to be uh, quite as easy. Um, you know, I possess uh, some different qualities than Paige, so I think that me and Rose match up well. Our styles are pretty different. You know, she's more. Uh, well, on the ground, I think I'm a better striker, and I first strike, so it'll be interesting to see where she wants the fight to go. And lastly, I'm going to ask you, JJ and Claudia, they're going to be battling it out very soon for the title uh, in July. How, how do you see that fight going? Soon that you could um, possibly be up next. For yeah, we could possibly be up next, but uh, I thought the first time around that Claudia actually took it, but um, the gave to Joanna. So I can see, you know, Claudia I want to thank you very much and uh, uh, wish you good luck. Just a few hours away from Coconut Creek, that's a good thing. You'll, you'll be fighting basically yeah. home. Yeah, I'm excited. Thank you very much. Thank you, Tisha, and good luck. And now it's time to give you a reality check. All right, George. Well, it's time for reality check. Last week, we definitely released all of our beef. I'm we still waiting. Out some people. I'm still waiting on those calls. By the way, they're sleeping. Well, the invitation's still on. They're sleeping. Hey, you have all the guts in the world to blast people on social media, but you don't have time to call for five seconds to defend yourself on here. 
And the funny part is, I tried to help that guy. Well, that's to be him. All right. Let's talk some pro wrestling. Speaking about trying to get people and firing and all that stuff, MVP just got fired with Lucha Underground. MVP announced during the WrestleMania weekend that he had signed with Lucha Underground. And then he reveals just a week after he released a video on it or, or a podcast that he had someone from Lucha Underground interviewed. He interviewed someone from Lucha Underground. Then he announces that he is fired from Lucha Underground for breaking the agreement between him and Lucha Underground. Apparently, he could not interview anyone from Lucha Underground on his podcast. Kind of disappointing, don't you think? Especially this day and age. So you're going to come and tell me that Chris Jericho is going to get fired because he interviews Dean Ambrose? Yeah, well, the, I, I, it makes no sense when you think about it, like as far as the reasoning behind the termination of that contract. Because um, to not say about like, hey, is an employee interviewing an employee, but we've had the honor of interviewing some Lucha Underground stars here ourselves. So what's the big deal? Yeah, I, I didn't understand it. Again, look, Chris Jericho does it all the time. He interviews, uh, he interviewed Ric Flair, who is still an active member in the roster of WWE. He interviewed him. Nobody said anything. No, he didn't get fired. So I was. And I'm sorry, to excuse me, you can't compare WWE and Lucha Underground. Yeah, definitely not. But here's another issue: like it, it's it's free publication. You know, it, it's your own employee trying to promote your business. You know, by interviewing another Lucha Underground star. It's not like, hey, he was going to talk to him about drugs or anything, you know. He was going to talk to him about his Lucha Underground career and everything that led to it. Is, wouldn't that be a very good thing? I would say so. Really, really, really uncalled for. I think that MVP does deserve another shot at Lucha Underground, and he should be led back into this program. Agreed. Moving forward to another news, Cesaro is now the number one contender to the Miz's Intercontinental title. I know you're very excited about that. Yep, I'm extremely excited. I'm a, I'm a huge Cesaro guy. Uh, I've always been part of that Cesaro section, you know, since uh, he first debuted on the scene. So I, I have nothing to say. I, I love the fact that, you know, I love the new look they're giving him. You know, a lot of people call it like a Magic Mike gimmick. But if you really look into the detail, it looks like almost a James Bond gimmick. Because during his entrance, you see the, the bullet uh, hole right behind him. And, of course, you see the earpiece and, and his tuxedo and, and et cetera, et cetera. So I feel like it's a James Bond gimmick that they're giving him, and I love it. I, I totally agree, and I think it's about time that they give him that little boost and maybe he will have that intercontinental title and finally get his name out there and get that push that he deserves because he's a great wrestler overall. We had this conversation. He reminds me of, of, of a Lance Storm, Lance Storm phenomenal wrestler like a Cesaro, but on the mic, just wasn't the best. Uh, yeah, yeah, he wasn't. Uh, but, you know, his, for what they could do with him, my opinion, I'm not a writer. I'm just saying it, my opinion as a fan. That was a shot, by the way, for those who didn't know. Uh, my opinion as a fan, I like how, what they're doing with him. They can improvise on his mic work. So what are they doing? They're improvising on his talent. And they're giving, they're giving him gifts for his talent. Because to be a world heavyweight champion, for instance, you need to be good on the mic. At least that's what it's looking like. You have to be not just good in the ring, but good on the mic. And on top of that, a face they could promote you know, around the world. Because you are the face of the company. 
but when you're a great wrestler, bat on the mic, and but a great wrestler nonetheless, they're going to use you as the second best. Because, yeah, you got the face, but then you got the talent as your secondary champion. And that's saying if he wins it. So it, it, I, f I love what they're doing with Cesaro. So I have no, no bad things to say. Well, and I know that you're very excited now that the Battler Club finally made their debut in the WWE. But in my opinion, I think it was upsetting the way that they were just thrown, it there, thrown in there to take on the Usos. I think they should have taken these guys, kind of make them into what Scott Hall and Kevin Nash did when they debuted with the NWO, make them very mysterious. You know, when they came into the ring and attacked the Usos, they identified them as these, this tag team that has been very successful in Japan. But these guys are part of the Battler Club, which is pretty much kind of what they were, or, or they are the modern NWO, if you want to call them, say it, but just a little bit of different. Uh, but I think they should have just not thrown in there, trying to make an impact. They should have had them very mysterious to see to allow me to show to tune in next Monday to find out what's going to happen with these guys. Who are these guys? What are they doing? What do they want? Well, the thing is, is that what are they even going to call them now? Because fans were assuming, like me, that they were going to be brought up with Finn Balor and just be known as the Balor Club. Uh, you know, and even if they were just brought up, you know, just them two, a lot of people also assume that it would be involving with AJ Styles with a bunch of memes that are floating around the internet right now saying uh, it's going to be AJ and the uh, and Gallows and Anderson versus the Shield. Uh, a lot of people thought it was going to be some sort of trio, like what they're famous for. But it looks from what it looked like um, from a fan's perspective, it, it looks like it's going to be a two man team for a little while. So what are you going to call them? Because you can't call them bulletproof, because that's what a lot of people thought it was going to be called. Uh, because that's what some Finn Balor's t-shirt. Uh, you can't call them Bullet Club because they don't own the rights. Uh, so, so I, I, are they just going to go under Gallows and Anderson? I don't know. I, I mean, that will obviously have to give us a reason to tune in next week. But I just really think that. It's just the way that the way they just threw him in there. It's kind of like they threw Wonder Woman into Batman versus Superman. Like, hey, here you go. Here they are. Yeah, without a proper introduction, I could see where you're going at with this. Uh, but here's the thing: Th that tag team, yes, has been known all over the world, sold out many arenas, has so much under their resume. So their popularity is not something that you, you know, you really need to build up because they're so known and the fans wanted them there in the first place. But at the same time, people were expecting something different. As you heard the fans chanting Bullet Club. So during their their outing. Uh so this give like how you were saying a little earlier, this just gives us so much more reason to turn in next week as in because stories just don't end until they end. And I feel like this story is just the beginning. So, hey, let's just ride the roller coaster, shall we? Well, that pretty much wraps up this episode of The Roman Show. Great stuff. Again, just a reminder to check out Athlon Rub. It's an all-natural sports rub. Brings the martial arts time-tested Thai oil to all serious athletes. Put this thing on during warm-up. 
during training, during recovery, recovery. Trust me, you're going to train harder, recover faster. That's athlonrub.com, which reminds me, i got to go put some on my body in just a few seconds. Hey, assistant, uh, do you mind getting me some Athlon Rub? Uh, come on. I think after we're done with this episode, we're, you're going to get slapped a couple uh, of times. Yeah, I think so, too, and I think I'm going to need some Athlon Rub for you that. You better put up those, uh, those Oculus there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, do you have some Athlon Rub? Yeah, I see it right there. I, they, I, they, I, let I, me I borrow this for them. All right, well, thanks, uh, thanks everyone for tuning in on this episode. Next week, we will have who do we have next? Week? We always have a lot of we have Blake, we have uh, Blake, not Blake. I'm sorry, what do we have? We have um, a member of Throw the Fight, the uh, the rock group right here on the program to talk about their latest album and their tour coming up. Also, we have Lex McMahon. He is the COO of Titan FC. And Titan FC will be in South Florida on April 30th. He will be talking about the fight card and their plans of having more shows in Florida for the remainder of the year. And that Titan FC, they're going to be airing on the UFC Fight Pass. And uh, what a treat it is for us to have them here in Florida as we're going to have some good quality mixed martial arts, which is about damn time. And, wow, look at that. The Marlins just had a really, really phenomenal uh, game this week with, uh, by defeating, defeating the Mets 10-3. You heard the ad there on the program. Make sure you check out the Marlins this season. And shout-out to the Miami Heat. They're in the playoffs. And also the Florida Panthers are in the playoffs. And, man, I'm all psyched up. I'm ready to go for this uh, playoff season, George. You got your, 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 your rally gear going? This is a reality check, so let's just hope they don't choke. I hope not. All right, folks, thanks so much for joining us here in the program. Make sure to follow us at The Roman Show on Twitter and subscribe to our YouTube channel, thecutube.com forward slash rroman021. Till next time, if you haven't been on, you haven't been heard.